right, folks, this is Jack Newtown here, and we are live on the broadcast. Hope everyone is doing okay. Hope everyone's doing well on this Sunday, which is October the 17th, 2021. And this is the Jack Newtown show, broadcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, now, Topic is about child predators amongst us. They're all over the place. They're on YouTube. They're in Hollywood. They're in the entertainment industry. They're into the music industry. They're into the sports and athletics. And they're into the professional industry. They're also in the government. Yes, they're also in the government. They also are in that industry. They are also in the government uh, world about a number of these people that are called pedophiles. Now, you ask yourself how this came to be. Why does pedophilia exist? Why do adult men and women have such a sexual infatuation with children? Because this is not no brand new phenomenon. This is not something that just that's on happenstance. That is, it just didn't happen overnight. Uh, just not something that just occurred instantly in the last 20 or 30 years. This type of behavior, this deviant behavior, this corrupt behavior, this uh, wicked behavior has been around in the ancient times. Um, actually, it was further classified in the Greek and Roman uh, era. Um, well, may well in a way, yes, yeah, because um, you have a lot of corrupt people, and you have a number of people in this world that are dealing with these uh, illnesses of pedophilia, because. Pedophilia is a mental illness. You have to be somewhat mentally ill in order to have a sexual attraction to underage children. It is not a natural instinct to have an attraction with children. It is a mental deficiency uh, for adult men and adult women to have a sexual attraction towards children. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are mind boggled into why do they have this type of attraction? Why they act this way? You know, just various questions, which is understandable. Now, in order for us to further understand what is pedophilia, we have to go to the etymology root of it. You know, you've seen your R. Kelly's, your Woody Allen's, your Roman Polanski's, and those sort of characters who have engaged in pedophilia. Um, now, as far as I heard from Harvey Weinstein, I've never heard of him engaging in pedophilia. Now, I've heard of him sexually assaulting women. That I know for sure. Uh, he was convicted of that. But as far as him engaging 
and pedophilia behavior. I have not heard anything about Harvey Weinstein engaging in that sense. Does not mean he hasn't. It's just, you know, he, he just has never been implicated in that sort of behavior. So let's go into the uh, ethanol. Let's bring this up. Let me do this real quick. And it started pretty much all the way back to Greece and Rome. Um, and we're going to go ahead and get started here. And now, before I go here, I want to leave a disclaimer. I want to put a disclaimer on here before I go any further, before I start playing videos, before I start playing clips, before I start playing certain people, certain individuals. I want to give y'all a disclaimer if you are sensitive in regards to the subject. I know for some people, it's a very sensitive subject on the basis of they may have been traumatized by pedophilia, they've been a victim of pedophilia. So I'm going to give you this message. I'm going to play this. And so it give you time to understand to say, hey, you know, I think I may not want to watch this. I think I may want to step away. Etc. So because we're going to talk about a subject that needs to be addressed because it's causing a global problem around the world. And that's why a lot of people you have a lot of these people, kids who grow up to be adults, become mentally ill, suicidal, crazy, and psychotic and maniatic. That's what viewer discretion is advised. 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 All right, so. You have the viewer discretion is advised, so I gave everyone a warning. And just to add a little, uh, let's see right here. Let me pull this, see if I have this. Um, there, let's just create it better. discretion okay all right let me uh do this right here all right okay there it is viewer discretion is advice and let me uh go ahead and let me color this let's make this red there we go bam all right viewer discretion is advice you see that so Without further ado, let's go ahead and get this started. And let me pull this up, if it pulls up. Okay. All right.
I don't know what happened there. It just all of a sudden it froze. I, I have no idea what happened. I apologize. Um, let me go ahead and get this sucker started. This is becoming problematic. All right, here we go. Now, here we go. Let's get started. All right. Pedophilia in ancient Greece and Rome. While the practice of pedophilia today is morally wrong and illegal acts, some of the ancient Greeks and Romans regarded it as common practice and sometimes something to be celebrated. Pedophilia was common in Greek and Roman mythology and daily life. And here's what they're, and this is a, a young boy, he's an older man, wine flats depicting the practice of pedestary or the courting of a younger boy by the older man common among Greek nobility. Pedophilia is defined uh, as sexual attraction to children. In modern times, pedophilia is seen as morally abhorrent behavior and it is defined a psychiatric disorder Acting on pedophilia either by obtaining, let, let me zoom this in, either by obtaining pornographic material of children or partaking in sexual or romantic relations with a minor who is under the legal age of consent is illegal. But the ancient Romans and Greeks openly practiced forms of pedophilia, although it was not legally or morally regarded as is today. Forms of pedophilia were common among nobility and were often seen as rites of patches for the youth involved in them. Wow. Um, practice of pedestary in ancient Greece. So it was actually called pedestary, P-E-D-E-R-A-S-T-Y in ancient Greece. Pedestary is defined as the sexual relationship between an adult man and a pubescent or adolescent boy, the older man or the Eretz, Aristides, was usually in his mid to late 20s and was the pursuer in the relationship. The Emeneros, or beloved, was usually in his mid to late teens and was actively pursued by the Aesterics. These relationships were often complicated and involving a lot more than just sex. Being an emerinous, eromenus was seen as a benefit in the path to maturity, while being an hysterious seen as a civic duty. Oh my God. Part of the pedestrian relationship was indeed sexual, but as a core, it was a mentorship whatever. While this practice was accepted despite its taboo nature, there were delicate parameters around the relationship to assure the dignity of both males. The older, more experienced is Erastus was the dominant male in the relationship and in constant control of his eromonis, ensuring his position in society as powerful and masculine. The Eromonis, although he was being dominated by another man, was earning respect and admiration by being taken on the wing of a respected member of Greek society. Pedestary was banned on substantial amounts of historical 
and mythical evidence, the most common of both pedophilia and homosexuality at the same time. While homosexual relationships between two adult men did occur, both in myth and daily life, they were often discussed discreetly and were only openly accepted when the two men of were of high social standing, such as with Alexander the Great and Heptasterine, Heptasterine, whatever. The Roman take on, ped on pedestemi. The Romans were not as open to the practice of pedestemi as they were not open to many of the Greek ideals of the ways of life. The ways of the Greeks were often seen as beneath them, despite the fact that a lot of the Roman culture myth is taken and expanded upon from the Greeks. The Romans would pursue sexual relationships with younger men, but these relationships were only seen as forgivable if the older man, older man was a freeborn Roman and he was having sex with a younger slave or prostitute who wasn't of Roman origin. The Lex Scanatia was a law set in place in Rome that penalized sex with a young freeborn male, preventing any form of pedestary as the Greeks practiced it from happening in Rome. So the Romans was no different, but the difference was there were it was okay as long as the boy was not a Roman citizen. It was okay as long as the boy was not a Roman citizen. They didn't care if, as long as he, in Rome, as long as he was not a Roman citizen. Now, if the boy happens to be a Roman citizen, then that becomes problematic. It should be noted that the younger boys involved in pedesteric relationships were often of the same age as young girls who were set to into arranged marriages with much older men around the ages of 12 to 16. This occurred in both Greek and Roman culture. The rituals of marriage symbolize a girl becoming a woman just as a pedestrian relationship symbolize a boy becoming a man. I don't know how he can become the man getting popped in his pothole. Another important note to make is that there is little to no evidence of a pedestrian relationship existing between two women. Women were often highly secluded from men, and this could account for the lack of documentation of female pedestrian if it did exist, which it did, but it just wasn't known. This does not make these relationships exempt from scrutiny in the present day, as modern research has proven that romantic or sexual relations between teenagers and adults with this type of power dynamic have very negative impacts to the mental health and development of the teenager in both men and women. Examples of pedestrian Greco-Roman myth and legend. Now, this is Zeus. This is so-called Zeus, the god of thunder, seated on an eagle, okay, embraces Ganymede with wine jugs. So this is the 13-year-old boy that Zeus considered his favorite lover. Yeah. What's going on, Super Chef? Let me go ahead and uh, put this link on here if anybody wants to jump in and don't say no foolishness. Now, this is Zeus right here. This is 
yeah, the God of Thunder. This is Zeus. This one right here is Helen of Troy, and these are the Spartans. You notice the Spartans are black, and Helen of Troy is white. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, we notice that pretty well. Okay, you cooling? Okay, good, 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 good. This is Zeus, and this is his favorite lover, 13-year-old boy named Ganymede. Gan Yamade was a 13-year-old boy, and this is Zeus. And Zeus says he wants that booty. As Patister was popular in Greek culture, so was popular in Greek myth. One of the most famous depictions of mythical Patisteri is the story of Zeus and Ganymede. Zeus, the notoriously pugnacious womanizer, becomes enamored with the mortal shepherd Ganymede. Ganymede was portrayed as an inconceivably beautiful and beardless, which was used to indicate that a boy was still an adolescent in Greek art. Zeus either turned himself into an eagle or summoned an eagle, depending on the version of myth, to whisk Ganymede away to Olympus, where Zeus granted him immortality and made him the cupbearer of the gods. This celestial relationship was the most common one used to justify pedestal among elite Greek men. Okay. And this is Achilles being mentioned. Patricles, I don't know if they were in some type of relationship. The, the most well-known Greek story of pedestals between mortals is that of Achilles and Patricles. The two were portrayed as an race and enormous by many writers and poets, although there has been much debate about who assumed each, uh, each role. The first appearance of the heroic duo was in Homer's Iliad, in which two men are a companion fighting the Trojans, in the Trojan War, why they don't have a sexual relationship in the epic, they share an emotional and passionate bond that is much stronger than the typical male friendship. Because the pair do not fit the mold for a typical pedestrian relationship in the Iliad, later Greek poets like uh, Astalakis and Plato attempted to force them into the mold of their in their own works. Astrocles wrote that Achilles was Pat Patrocles Erastus, while Plato claimed that the opposite. Regardless of who was right about their relationship dynamics, Achilles and Patrocles' close companionship was manipulated to fit the pedestrian mold to suit the practices of noble Greek men in the 6th, 5th, and the 4th centuries. Now, these two may have just been buddies. I mean, just good friends, you know, good companions, etc. You know, nothing funny etc etc but you notice that uh, as Secocles and Plato tried to force the narrative that they were having a sexual relationship heterosexual pedophilia and marriage customs as mentioned earlier women were often exceptionally young when they were married in ancient Greece and Rome just like many other ancient cultures Girls were married off around the ages of 12 to 16 and often to a much older man. By contemporary Western standards, this drastic age gap is wrong, but the Greek and Romans saw this as an ideal age to marry. As marriages, I know pedophiles is like, yes, we need to bring that back. 
we need to marry these little girls. As marriages were often arranged to benefit familial ties, the main goal of marriage was procreation. Girls at this age had often just reached Mercury and would be able to produce many children of their once own of their own once married. One many of the rituals surrounding marriage in both Greek and Rome, Greece and Rome, were about the child becoming a woman on her wedding day with the consummation of marriage. Okay. In Greece, the proalia was an entire day before the wedding dedicated rite sacrifices and ritual baths to prepare the bride. The bride would give sacrifices of her childhood toys, locks of hair, and her girdle, a woven or rope belt symbolizing her virginity to goddess like Artemis, Aphrodite, Athena, and Hera. Artemis, actually. Artemis, Aphrodite, Athena, and Hera. All of these offerings were made to ensure her safe passage from childhood to womanhood. In Rome, the rituals surrounding the passage from childhood to woman were less meticulous, but still regarded as sacred. There were many types of marriage under Roman law, such as comito, marriage by purchase or eurus, marriage by habitual cohabitation. The typical marriage in early Rome was Manus marriage in which the bride was passed from her father's hand to that of a new husband. Just, I mean, it's biblical. I mean, that's that's normal biblical. That's before Greece. These marriages, were, but the difference is in the biblical context, the woman had to be over 20 years old before she got married. Uh, the that to her new husband. These marriages put, and they didn't marry her off to a much older man either. These marriages put a large focus on the fact that the bride was young, innocent, and virginal, and needed guidance from her husband just as she needed from her father. Heterosexual pedophilia in Greco-Roman myth and legend. Because of the standard age for Greco-Roman women was between 12 and 16 years old, it is assumed that most of the popular lusted after women in mythology were quite young and most notably Helena Troy, based on different accounts from Helenius or Lesbos and Diorotis, she was somewhere between 7 and 10 years old when she was abducted by Theseus. Based on this and descriptions of other Greco-Roman maidens, it is assumed that the abduction of the Sabine women was an abduction of teenage girls. The abduction was orchestrated by Romulus and his men shortly after the founding of Rome. The new founded city was flourishing but missing one essential thing, women. The men devised a plan to abduct the women of Sabine, a neighboring population, during their festival celebrating the Neptune Equester. The young girls were abducted and promised a lawful marriage and rights to citizenship. This story paved the way for traditional marriage customs in Rome, where women, albeit young and innocent, were given equal rights to citizenship and property, just like their husbands. Black cheeks. Um, 
Although it is minimum that there is evidence that women participate in some sexual activities with minors, although it was not a mentorship or celebrate relationship in a way that patterns their wars. One example tells the tale of Aphrodite or Venus, according to the Romans, the goddess of love, falls madly in love with the mortal Adonis. Although it is common to hear Adonis used to refer to a strapping, strong man in modern times, he was off the trade in the art and writing as a youthful, beerless boy. Beardlessness was a symbol of male adulthood. Beardedness was a symbol of male adulthood in Greco-Roman art. So seeing Adonis depicted as beardless and childlike points to the ideal that he was indeed an adolescent teenager. There were female cults devoted to Adonis who celebrated the Adonia, a festival of highly secretive rituals that made the men of Greece, specifically Athens, feel suspicious and inferior. The implication of ancient Greco-Roman pedophilia. Since the cultural impact and practice of in ancient Greece and Rome, pedestaria has been criticized, scrutinized, thoughtfully studied, and even used to vindicate the practice of pedophilia in modern times by organizations of men advocating for the legalization and conventionalization of boy love. The practice of pedestaria, Greco-Roman marriage customs that would be deemed illegal and in most Countries today, even the ancient female desire for youthful male figures like Adonis explains a great deal about the ancient Greek and Roman customs and value and compel historians, researchers, and students alike to look at these societies with a critical eye but a veil of cultural relativism. Uh, let me see if I can... Okay, then I'm just trying to pull up something. Uh, he's just, okay, let me, uh, now this is an organization that supports sex with adult, with, with young boys, North American man, North American Man, boy, love, socially. Nambla. 43 years since 1978 they were created. Since 1978. Look at this. Look, look at this. What, what, what is this? What's, what's so great about that? Look at this. Look at these artworks. Look how they just look at all this. Look at these people. Pedophiles. David Thorstein, gay activist and Nambler co-founder. I guess he's dead. Allen Ginsberg. Oh, yeah, and they praised Mary Kay Letourneau with a little boy.
Now they're trying to say Michael Jackson is part of them. Look, I, I don't remember any significant evidence showing that Michael Jackson actually did anything to those kids. Now, could he? Maybe. But like I said, you know, it's all alleged. Now they're trying to say Oprah lied about being sexual abused as a child. And this is the site. I mean, who are we? North American Man Boy Love Association. Campaign based in Boston's gay community to defend against a local witch hunt. NAMLAS goes to end the extreme oppression of men and boys in mutually consensual relationships by building understanding and support for such relationships. Educate the general public on the benevolent nature of man boy love. The fuck is this shit? Cooperating with lesbian, gay, feminist, and other liberation movements. Black Lives Matter, don't get caught up with this. Supporting the liberation of persons of all ages from sexual prejudice and oppression. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Our membership is open to everyone. Let me zoom this in. Sympathetic to man, boy, love, and personal freedom. Wow. Namla calls on the empowerment for youth in all areas, not just the sexual. We support greater economic, political, and social opportunities for young people and denounce the rampant ageism that segregates and isolates them in fear and mistrust. We believe sexual feelings are a positive life force. We support the rights of youth as well as adults to choose the partners with whom they wish to share and enjoy their bodies. Oh my God. Okay, we condemn sexual abuse in all forms of coercion. That's exactly what y'all are doing. Freely chosen relationships differ from unwanted sex. Present laws which focus only on the age of participants ignore the quality of their relationships. We know that differences in age do not preclude mutual Loving interaction between person. Nambla is strongly opposed to age of consent laws and all other restrictions which deny men and boys the full enjoyment of their bodies and control of their lives. A boy just want to play Tonka toys, fuckface. Oh, Jesus. They got to be kidding me. Nambla does not provide encouragement referrals, or assistance for people seeking sexual contacts. NAMLA does not engage in any activities that violate the law, nor do we advocate that anyone else should do so. They just, that, that just makes a disclaimer. We call for fundamental reform of the laws regarding relationships between youths and adults. 
Today, many thousands of men and boys are unjustly ground into their dysfunctional criminal justice system. Blindly, the system condemns consensual loving relationships between younger and older people. Nambla's prisoner program with limited resources works to provide a modicum, modicum of humanity to some of these people. Namba is a political civil rights, what? Civil rights and educational organization. We provide factual information and help educate society about the positive and beneficial nature of man boy. Are you getting the, oh God. Oh man. Boy, 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 boy. You see this stuff, people? You see this? These just letters. The Greeks and the Romans. They're they're practicing the same ways in ancient Rome, in ancient Greece. Look at this. Look what they draw. Look at this. <clears throat> All right, let me get out of that one because that's that's starting to get on my nerves and stuff. It's crazy. So you see the roots of it, and now you see the uh, Mambla organization. So now we're going to go... I'm going to play a few videos. I'm not going to play them very long. But I just want to play them just enough for you to have an understanding. Um, now, this one is going to be a Chris Wu. Um, they, he's some type of famous K-pop singer, was accused of pedophilia. So let me go ahead and play the video. This is not my video. This is from Cool Kook. Lilith, K-O-O-K-I-E-L-I-T, and she brings out this K-pop star, Chris Wu, that claims that he is a predator, a sexual predator of underage children. So let's go ahead and get this started. Let me share this. Bam. All right. And we're going to go ahead and press play. 
Chris Wu, a former K-pop idol that used to have it all just a few months ago, has been slowly creeping above the surface. Chris Wu's departure from EXO has been getting a little foggy again as new conspiracies surrounded each day. Understandably, people have been seeking answers. When did this predatory behavior start? How far has this all gone? In this video, we'll take a look into the sick world of Chris Wu and the clues that we missed throughout the years. The Mysterious Departure It's safe to say that Chris Wu's departure from the famous boy group EXO back in 2014 was a surprise to everyone, the company itself included. On May 15th of 2014, Chris Wu proceeded to file a lawsuit against SM Entertainment, accusing the company of severe cases of negligence and mistreatment, terminating his contract with the company as well. According to Chris, SM Entertainment overworked him so badly that he developed several health issues such as myocarditis and had to be on a lot of medication to even be able to work. This situation resulted in SM Entertainment filing a lawsuit against Chris and the Chinese companies that worked with him. It was all incredibly messy as Chris and SM Entertainment played a game of hot potato, throwing the blame against one another. From what was stated by the agency, it seemed that the reason was clear as day. Chris was obviously unhappy in the company and decided to leave, departing from EXO as well in the process. Yet, after just a while, the real reason why Chris left started to get threaded with mysteries. Every time Chris was asked about the decision to leave EXO and SM Entertainment, he gave a different reason. As it went on and on, it started to get really difficult to believe if Chris was even telling the truth at all and if he was actually in any way close to his fellow members. At first, it was due to health conditions, then Chris accused the agency of prohibiting him from seeing his family in China, resulting in him not being able to see his loved ones for seven whole years. Then, during an interview, View with an LA-based radio station, Chris shared that it was due to the agency's strict control over the group's activities because allegedly, back then, EXO was only allowed to sing songs selected by the company and he wanted to flourish as an independent artist. Chris received a lot of criticism for how he had a different answer every single time. Fans and netizens accused him of lying as they couldn't understand what was the reason behind his departure. From what he said, it seemed as if it was a mixture of everything. But with the recent accusations and witnesses coming forward with their statements, a conspiracy has come to light. A lot of people think that departure from the agency and the group was fueled by the inappropriate relationships with minors. It's now known that Chris Wu has taken advantage of girls who were underage and it doesn't seem too far-fetched now. The rumor goes like this. In a way to prevent the public finding out that Chris is a predator, the agency and the artist made up a bunch of lies about why he was leaving the company, probably hoping no one would find out. But several years later, the disgusting truth about him is finally getting revealed and people are raising the biggest question. Did EXO members know about all of this and is that the reason they aren't in touch with him? True Predator. It all came crashing down in July of 2021 when some seriously sick and disturbing facts about Chris Wu were released. A 19-year-old Chinese student, Du Meiju, made a post on the Chinese platform Weibo where she accused him of continuous inappropriate acts on multiple women when some of them were still underage and didn't give Wu their consent. Du Meiju shared that she was one of at least eight victims of these disgusting acts and that it all started when she was just 17 years old. Two out of the eight victims were only around 14 years old when Chris Chris took advantage of them and they were often intoxicated and unconscious, which makes this whole thing even more disturbing. According to Meiju, Chris would also give a certain amount of money to other girls as a way to meet other girls. He was successfully working on creating a disgusting pyramid scheme of using underage girls for his own pleasure. After Meiju posted those allegations and they soon blew up all over the internet, she was paid around 500,000 yuan to keep quiet, but she says she decided to speak up in hopes of being the last victim of these horrendous acts. Chris got his own mother involved 
involved as well, and Meiju herself confirmed that she was sent a financial compensation by her, further confirming that his predatory tendencies are true since his own mother tried to back him up and save his reputation. As if Chris didn't cause enough pain in South Korea and in China, an underage victim from Los Angeles has recently come forward to share her story. She allegedly attended one of his parties where people drink alcohol as if it was water. To her lawyer, Miss Ting Wong, the woman, shared that it was no secret that Wu selects concubines among international students. The woman shared that any girls that were attending the party had to hand in their mobile phones to prevent them from taking pictures and videos or even calling for help. The victim described how the girls were given a lot of alcohol, soon becoming too drunk to stay conscious. The woman also shared the same thing happened to her as well, and she realized she was indeed used by Chris afterwards. Miss Chang encouraged everyone that's been taken advantage of by Chris to come forward and stand up for themselves, as Wu could be facing between 8 to 11 years in prison, according to the U.S. law, depending if the person he hurt was a minor or not. However, Chris isn't facing a sentence in the U.S. He's facing penalty in China. On top of it all, Chris also forced women to undergo clinically interrupted pregnancies, and his team and manager crew allegedly filmed him during intercourses with unconscious women. But the truth is, these accusations didn't appear in 2021 for the first time. I'm not sure if we were all blindsided, but the first rumors about him having something to do with minors appeared already in 2015, and then following years, the topic had kept recurring. Dating trainees? Wu has been suspiciously interested in people under the age of consent for a long time, and a lot of people didn't think of it as a warning sign. No one could have guessed that something so sick and twisted hides behind the face of an idol and his bright smile. All the way back in 2019, Chris got the youngest daughter of a huge J-pop icon, Kimutaku, to co-star in his music video. At that time, the daughter, Mitsuki Kimura, was only 16 years old but incredibly popular, with her Instagram account bearing over a million followers. Wu commented that Mitsuki had a very special and unique aura, which sounds so creepy as we now know what's been going on. Could she be one of the victims? too. However, Chinese netizens claim that the rumor about Chris dating minors has been going around ever since 2015 on the Chinese social media websites. No one thought they were valid, though. Before we get into Wu's escapades with young trainees of different entertainment companies, let's backtrack to Meiju and what she has said. According to her, under the promise of various opportunities in the entertainment or acting industry, Wu coerced different girls into having, well, you know what with him. But these promises never came true as Wu only wanted one thing. It seems as if he couldn't care less about these girls. In March of 2020, Chris was swept up in a dating rumor involving a trainee which would soon compete on a survival show called Youth With You. At that time, the trainee was 21 years old and she was allegedly spotted holding Wu's hand and entering his home. Both parties involved denied any dating rumors, but she still managed to debut in Youth With You, leading to even more speculations that them dating was just a publicity stunt to bring her more popular popularity and viewers. Right now, people are questioning this too. Was she also one of the girls who were promised a successful career? Well, that's only a thing for speculations. In a blink of an eye, Wu's life did a complete 360, and it turned into a horrible nightmare pretty quickly. At the end of the day, he caused horrible pain and trauma to a lot of people, and this is the universe giving it all back to him, with brands canceling their brand deals with him, pulling him off of their websites, and canceling any endorsements. Chris will have a really hard time getting back into society after this. The majority of his social media accounts have been deleted as soon as Wu was detained by police and held in their custody. That was done by the Chinese government. The only accounts that are still kept open are the ones that aren't owned by Chinese companies. As of right now, it is unknown how this situation will progress or what consequences he will face. Some time ago, a rumor about Chris taking his own 
spread on Twitter, allegedly due to him not being able to stay in a detention center. It was proven to be false, which in a way is good because he definitely needs to pay for his crimes. Chinese netizens shared their reactions and opinions about the Chris Wu case, and it didn't come off as a surprise that the majority of people in China know about what's been happening lately. When asked about Chris possibly coming back, one person said, I think he definitely wants to come back, but I hope he doesn't so we never have to see him in public again. Another one commented, I think it's over because the government wouldn't let him come back. The allegations are confirmed and Chris Wu has been detained, so I don't think there will be any more stages for him. Everything seems like this is the last of Chris Wu we'll see. Where do you stand by this, guys? Do you think we were blindsided by the glitter and gold of his fame and success? And is it possible that we missed more clues that might uncover even more disturbing things? What punishment will Chris Wu get based on your opinion? Let us know in the comments. Thank you so much for watching and I'll All right, and that was by <clears throat> Kook, Kookilit, K-O-O-K-I-E-L-I-T, and she has over 226,000 subscribers, so if you are into exposing people, then you can check out her channel, go to her YouTube channel, K-O-O-K-I-E-L-I-T. And should pop up. She's a, a popular YouTuber. She has over 226,000 subscribers. So that was one. And now let's go back to our Boeing EDP 445. Um, y'all yeah, remember about EDP 445 got caught in trying to find an underage girl and he ended up getting busted by these by this amateur group uh that claimed to expose pedophiles and come to find out the guy that was exposing him from youtube actually uh chet goldstein he also actually was a pedophile as well wow pedophile busting a pedophile very interesting uh let me look on here brian morland now, this is a, another video by Ayo It's Arion, A-Y-O-I-T-S-A-I-R-O-N. He has 1,000.77 subscribers, subscribe to his channel, and he uh, points, out, points out with EDP 445, pretty much kind of sort of like an update. This was done October the 10th, so let's go ahead and share that so uh, let's do it right there real quick here we go all right there it is uh and we're going to go ahead and get started more well known as edp 445 was a well-known youtuber was getting over 1 million subscribers on his youtube channel to that point he had a great life he just moved in into his new apartments and had a lot of success as a youtuber all of that changed when he decided to make a decision that probably ruined his career and possibly his life. Sophie is how old? Before, and again, I have it right here. I know the answer, but okay. I just need you to tell me the answer. How old is she? 13. 13, okay. Right. And before we get into the messages, there was sexual content involved, yes or no? Right. And you said... Correct. Okay, all right. Are you really doing this? There's somebody here to meet You're a 13 here to meet a 13 year old. Who is solicited photos? There's somebody here to. Are you really doing this? Person. Yes. Okay, it's apartments. Um, Are you serious? I don't know what time. I don't know. 
apartment. What do you mean? Come on, man. We're we're trying to get you help, dude. Because you're not gonna get help. Yo, what do YouTube? We're back with another video. And today we are talking about EDP. If y'all don't know who he is, let me explain. Here's a quick summary for everybody. So EDP is a YouTuber that got exposed for being a predator and sending pictures of his dick and poop to them. And to keep it 100 with you guys, I wish I didn't see him. But Curiosity killed the cat and I went on Twitter for it. But anyways, he's been terminated off of YouTube three times, terminated off of Instagram, terminated off of Facebook, terminated from a random content creating website, and failed to start up his own website. But y'all might be wondering, what happened to EDP? Because there's not a lot of details about his life after he got exposed. Like, where is he now? What is he doing for work? What is his financial situation? And today, folks, we are going to be talking about what happened to EDP and what is he doing now? Before all of this drama, EDP used to be working at Walmart. But after getting exposed, he probably got fired. Probably due to the people finding out where he works and probably reporting him. Currently, he's a Lyft driver. I came to that conclusion because I saw this TikTok of somebody getting a ride and the person driving them was EDP. To confirm it's EDP, I matched the hub of the steering wheel to the hub of his car reveal and it's a match. Also, I DM'd the person that got the ride from EDP and they said this ride occurred last week. So between the days of October 2nd and 7th. Also, they sent me his profile picture which showed the amount of rides he'd done, ratings, and how long he's been as a Lyft driver. I'm not gonna go into too much detail about his statistics, but just know he started last month. EDP is currently living in Las Vegas, and his financial situation is looking kinda bad right now. Because a close source near EDP says that he just got evicted from his apartment. Things are really looking bad for EDP. He recently got evicted and got a job for Lyft, which he might lose. Because if people knows that the person driving them was EDP, they would probably report them. Or even worse, leaking their license plate number. And you could do a lot of things with a license plate number. You could find their phone number, their full name, and even their home address. But he can't blame anybody but himself, to be honest with you guys. He had a chance to change. Because the first time he got accused, he just claimed it was a joke, and everybody believed him. He had a chance to change and stop messaging minors. But instead, he didn't, and look where he is right now. And that wraps up the video for today, folks. What do you guys think about EDP? And do you guys think this is the end for him? Because looking at his situation right now, it kind of does. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And make sure, just have a good day. Peace. Alright, and that is from... Ayo, it's Aaron, A-I-R-O-N. <clears throat> so it's A-Y-O-I-T-S-A-I-R-O-N. And you can subscribe to his YouTube channel, uh, bringing forth this information. So EDP445 is currently working as a Lyft driver. That's per se what the uh, YouTuber mentioned is that EDP445 is a Lyft driver because he got fired from his 
think his job at Walmart and that sort of manner um, that occurred. So I want to put out another one uh, to catch a predator. One of my favorite shows to call the catch a predator. We're going to watch a little bit of that. And then we're going to watch two more, well, three more videos actually. So let me hold up. Um, Hold on. Now this is from PCI predator catchers in Annapolis. This is a brother. Um, it has a YouTube channel called PCI PCI Predator Catchers in Annapolis. Uh, let me go ahead and bring this up. I'm just showing you how prevalent pedophilia is. All right, let's go ahead and play this. What's up, y'all? What's up? Hey guys, is is my uh, mic okay, guys? Gotta stop being like this, Kenny. Hey, Kenny, why are you trying to hook up with minors, bro? Yeah, we can get loud up in here, bro. A 13 year old, get loud, have a conversation. I can get real loud. Have a conversation, or we get loud, embarrass the fuck out of you. Do you, Kenny? Hey, hey, you're the guy we caught twice in 40 minutes. 40 minutes, and here you are again, meeting another minor. You have a sick, sick problem. The shit you said you wanted a videotape? You having sex with a minor? Are you serious with a 13-year-old girl? Are you serious? You a sick bitch, bro. You a sick you bitch. So Keep sick. doing this shit, though. Keep doing this shit. Girl. You drove two hours to come see a 13-year-old girl, Kenny. Yo, Kenny, Kenny this is Fox. Kenny. Came here to meet a 13-year-old girl for six, third time being caught. You're a sick, sick a bastard. I need to videotape it. Yeah, we'll make a scene because this is the third time we caught you, dumbass. You want to run? You're a pedophile. You're a chomo. Predator. Third time we caught you. We could have just had a normal, civilized conversation, but you had to run like a coward. Now we'll embarrass the shit out of you. This guy came here to meet a 13-year-old. Chomo. 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 And you don't have no you're remorse. Look at you're a fucking you disgrace, are. dude. No fucking you're remorse a... in your fucking face. Right do you understand what you would have done? You're disgusting. 
Just a thirteen-year-old girl. One of the videos has drunk two hours. How Kenny. dare you? We already have your life. How dare you, Kenny? I know you live at twelve hundred North. How dare you, Kenny? Third fucking no time, bro. At all. Third time, huh? Let's have a conversation. Nothing. Because we know your family you now. Pussy bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Shauna, Shauna. Shauna, Let's have a conversation. You ain't a man. Wait, wait, wait. Shauna, Shauna. Let's have a conversation. If you do not, we know everything about you now. We know who your family is. We know. We'll tell all of them. Have a conversation. And we'll calm down. We'll stop yelling. We won't call you names. You can't even be a man to have a conversation. You have a problem. Huh? Can I at least get you help? You don't think you have a problem? Yeah, do this again, bro. Third fucking time. You're a fucking bitch, bro. Yeah, drive the fuck away. You fucking piece of shit. You fucking chomo. Predator, molesting ass demon. Don't do this shit again, bro. Don't do this shit again. I'm gonna be talking to your mom, your sister, or everybody, bro. The fuck out of here. Fucking Came here to meet a 13-year-old girl oh. for sex. Okay. He's a pedophile. Oh yeah, we're good, man. We're All good. Right. He's gone, so that was Kenny again. We didn't want to do it like that. We didn't want to make a scene. We didn't want to scream. We didn't want to make a scene, but we right did because he wouldn't talk. Okay, so I you're gonna look like an that. asshole. That's awful though. Yeah. Like that or Thank it's you sad. For sad. So there you have it. Again. Again. Kenny. Again for the third time. And anyone wondering about the cops, listen, we're in Muncie. We're in Muncie, Indiana. The cops will not prosecute here. So it's there's no point in calling the cops here. Another soulless, not one ounce of fucking remorse. We're just standing there. The phone was ringing. Huh? I said, "Oh, is your phone ringing? I must be meeting you." He said that. He was what an he asshole, standing there bro. Ringing. I thought he would at least hide. Should have so known. His, right his dumbass was standing right there. I was like, right "Surely he's not. Surely he's trolling. He's not actually there." But sure enough, there he is, standing there with the same. All right, thank you, uh, PCI Predator Catchers in, in Indianapolis. You and your, I guess, your wife are doing a great job in catching these people. Uh, they should be off the damn streets and into the booty house because that's where they belong with Big Bubba and Cartoon and all the good Aryan brothers up in there and uh, the uh, the uh, Mexican Mafia and the the Crips and the Bloods, and they be all up in there, and he's a chomo, and you pull out the paperwork. You know, you got to pull out the paperwork. You have to pull out the paperwork. You have to. You got to pull out the paperwork. And Wes Watson said it best. Wes, Wes, Watson is say you're gonna say it best. Hold on. Let me let me let me do it. Let me do a Wes Watson. I'm playing with Wes Watson. Shout out to Wes Watson. And he's gonna tell you you gotta have that paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm going to start with my favorite paperwork. With the paperwork, you know how I roll with it. You know how I roll with my paperwork. I got that shit hooped. I don't give a fuck. So guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Paperwork check. Paperwork check. We're fucking checking paperwork today. I'm gonna, we're going to call out to you. We're going to tell you, homeboy, shoot your paperwork. Your paperwork when you roll in the shoe is going to be your 114. It's a lockup order. It tells you why you're back there. And a piece of shit motherfucker ain't going to produce that because it's going to say on his paperwork, I'm a piece of shit. Non-adverse means I didn't come because I was a fucking bitch-ass PC. Motherfuckers are getting whacked. You know they're getting whacked. That means stabbed. It's also known as fucking getting booked. When I say the word getting booked, it means you're getting stabbed. Don't mean you're going to the fucking library and getting some more goddamn books, okay? It means you're getting fucking stabbed. Comes on here telling me about hard-ass stories about it used to be hard. All I'm thinking anymore, homeboy. What happened? Like, so you believed in that shit fucking fires on me. I would draw you in, beat out of them, and I don't give a fuck. So guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Paperwork check. Paperwork check. We're fucking checking paperwork today. I'm gonna, and we're going to call out to you. We're going to fuck. So guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Paperwork check. Paperwork check. We're fucking checking paperwork today. I'm gonna, and we're going to call out to, out you. to you. We're going to tell, tell you how you homeboy shoot, shoot your paperwork. Your paperwork when you roll in the shoe is going to be your one. And yes, they do check that paperwork in prison. Yes, they do. They check that paperwork indeed. And if your paperwork is bad, that you have been a chomo, that you have touched little boys and little girls, and yeah, you're getting stabbed. And possibly fucking ass. Possibly. Most likely you're going to get fucking an ass. Like Jelani. Like Nicki Minaj's brother. Mm. That's an oh oh yeah. Let me let me pull that one up too. Uh, hello. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. I you know I gotta do this one. You know, even though he's not famous, but bam. Mr. Pedophile right here. Nicki Minaj brother Jelani Maraj sentenced to 25 years to life for raping an 11-year-old girl. At his Long Island, New York home. 2017, Maraj was found guilty of predatory sexual assault after being charged with repeatedly raping an 11-year-old girl at his Long Island, New York home. Now, of course, Mariah's lawyer said during the travel rape allegations were concocted by the girl's buzz party scheme to get famous just to pay $25 million hush money. Prosecutors, however, said DNA evidence supported the allegations. The girl's younger brother testified that he witnessed one assault. Yeah... Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Let me go back to this. Uh, uh, hold on. Here's another one. 
since we're talking about Nicki Minaj, let's go ahead and pull this up too. Again, we're gonna we're gonna get it in. See, you know it's funny they they attack um they attack these men for dealing with adult women and talking about how evil they are. But then you got these people, men messing with kids, and y'all still marry these bastards. I'm talking about you women. Prison for Nicki Minaj's sex offender husband threatens her family dreams. Now, Kenazu Petty was um, had a history because he was a sex offender and what happened was he never registered in the state of California as a sex offender, which you're supposed to register as a sex offender, okay? Um, and he didn't. Now, of course, he was convicted of rape, okay? Um, he raped a 16-year-old. Mm -hmm. And the reason why he's possibly going back is he never registered as a sex offender in the state of California. You know California don't play that stuff. But you, if you move to California, if you're a known registered sex offender, you got to register. You got to register in that state. Pretty much every state, you know, you have to let the state know that you're a predator. And of course... Of course, um, you know, they'll put out the alert, let people know that you're a child sex predator. And see, that's the consequences of being a child sex predator is you get ostracized and righteously so. So I just want to put that out there. And oh, let's go ahead and get the get the big get the. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Some brought candy oh yeah 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 here we go the catch a predator one of my favorite shows probably the best show of all time to catch a predator i wonder why that shut down some brought condoms but one man brought something we didn't expect a warning some of what you are about to see and hear is explicit here's chris hansen well, well help me to understand what what i mean Simply put, one guy has his in her mouth. Oh, geez. The other guy has his in her or her. Oh, dang. Then there's this man, 32 year old Corey Edgar, nicknamed Rick. <laughs> Edgar, using the screen name Rick's Talented Tongue, chatted online with a decoy who told him she was a 12 year old girl. He tells her he's sending a picture of his penis. He asks if the girl has condoms and in graphic terms if he can perform oral sex on her. But in the middle of the chat, he suddenly becomes suspicious. I have a strong feeling you're either undercover or a cop trying to set all the guys up. You hear about it all the time. You're insane. Andy makes this declaration. I would never meet a female under 18 to do anything sexual. I am reporting you to Yahoo. Please leave me alone. Wow. Is he just testing the waters to protect himself? Whatever his intent, Edgar doesn't leave the decoy alone and keeps chatting. 
just to be sure the girl is real, he says he wants to talk to her on the phone. Perverted justice obliges and puts the decoy on the line with him. Nobody's here. My parents are gone. In the end, he decides to come, but he's still not convinced. So what are you doing? Not too much. I was just talking online. Talking online? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You walk around. Come in. <laughs> Where are you going? For the next few minutes, Edgar can't decide whether he wants to stay or go. Finally, he comes in. Whatever. But spots our camera crew in the next room. You are a suspicious guy, Rick. I told you there's people here. I want to speak with you for a minute. Why don't you have a seat right over there? I don't, I wasn't planning on any of this. Good. I want to hear the whole story. So come on over here and have a seat. You can tell me all about it. I might as well just, my life's over. You know you, your ass is in trouble when Chris Hansen says, come here, come here, pal. Have a seat over here. We need to, we need to talk about your sexual behavior. Uh, sir, come on, come bring, bring your ass over here. Bring your, bring your pedophile ass over here right now, mister. We need to talk about this situation you have with little children. You know, you know you don't messed up when Chris Hansen tells you to have a damn seat. You know you can still run. The police is out right outside waiting to whoop your ass, ready to beat the brakes off your ass. You know it. Accept it. My life's over. Rick, now I've got some transcripts here of your conversation with this girl. I didn't. I did not want this to happen. I didn't do anything. Please have a seat on this floor. Relax. Calm down for a minute. All right. Let me just. So let's clear the air. I've never done well, let me read like to you this. the first line out of your mouth. Hello. How are you doing? Can I tease and please your blank with my tongue and make you blank over and over? Right Dang. She tells you that she's twelve. And then I said, "You're a little too young." Please. Right. You say, I never knew a young female like yourself would like that. And then you're, you show, then you show some reservations. I'm not, I'm not arresting you. I'm not they arresting. are. Though he doesn't see them, Edgar seems to know the police are outside. And that shouldn't be a surprise. Remember that Edgar sent this picture of what he said was his penis. That ain't mine. No. Whose was it? I have no clue. That ain't mine. So you didn't send her or transmit or let her see... It was a fake picture is what it was. Okay, but you transmitted it. Yes. May not have been you, but you transmitted All a picture of somebody's job. And I did that. That's okay. it. Do you think that's appropriate behavior when talking to somebody who says she's 12 years old? No, it's not. No. Okay. Read what I wrote to her this morning when she kept playing, trying to get an older guy. This is wrong. I, I clearly said, please leave me alone. Do not mess. This guy's retarded. I mean, the way he thought. I mean, the guy's retarded, but he wasn't that retarded enough to try to mess with an underage girl. And you get what you deserve. If you get, for example, if you get caught up and you up there communicate with an underage girl or boy, and you go over their house with the intent to have sex with this underage girl, underage boy, 
and the police come, you deserve everything that's coming right behind that smoke. You do. Whatever comes behind that, you deserve it. You deserve it. That you do. Message me. Well, she keep well, doing, she, she keep, keep doing. She keeps messaging me and trying to get an older guy to come over here. So it's her fault. No, it's not. It, Blame the victim. It's not my fault. It's not her. Not fault. your fault, Rick. You kept going with the conversation I came about your story because I was going to get cigarettes, fill up my tank, and then go fishing. What you thought they sold cigarettes at this? You came to get cigarettes, fill your gas tank, and go fishing. Sir, this does not look like a fishing pond. It looks like somebody's house with an underage girl in it. So are you going to get some cigarettes from a 13-year-old? Is, is this exactly what this guy is saying, that he's going to get cigarettes from an underage girl? <clears throat> I don't know what to say. No, no. Do you think I they sell, sell gas at this house? No, I didn't. Perfect. Why even stop here then if all you were going to do today That's is buy cigarettes I mean, and gas? It was wrong for me to even stop here, and I just... I mean, come on, you, you got to have some sort of insight in going fishing. Check my trunk. Well, I, I have my fishing gear. My fishing license is in my council. I was going fishing. It sounds I like it sounds like what you were fishing with sex for. with a 12-year-old girl. Jeez, jeez. No, you was going fucking. That's what you was doing. You was trying to go fucking. You weren't trying to go fishing. You was going to try to go fucking. That's exactly what you were trying to do, sir. Stop playing. Please check my trunk. Now, I, you told me already about getting gas and going fishing. Who and are getting you? Cigarettes. Who am I? Yeah. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet children online for sex. Now, if there's anything else you want to tell us, we'd be happy to hear it. If not, you're clearly free to walk right out the door you came in. I don't want to walk out the door. They can, if they're going to take me, they want me anyway. Is there anything else you want? people to know about your situation. My life is screwed. I'm done. My family's done. They're waiting to arrest me. They're waiting to take me to jail. In fact, the Long Beach police are getting into position. Staying here is not going to help you. Just feel like I'm going to throw up. Uh, well, that's going to go outside. But Rick, it's not going to help you to stay here any longer, okay? Rick, I'm serious. Can I have a drink of this? If you'd like. Get your drink, nigga. But Rick, I think it's time to go. Time to go, Rick. Time to go, Rick, to suck some big dick at the big house. Put your hands on your head. He later pleaded no contest to one count of an attempted lewd act upon a child. Coming up, a wrap-up of our Long Beach investigation and a look at our next investigation in Texas. What have you been doing with students? Definitely not this. Punishable by up to four years in prison. Of those men who are charged, at least 12 of the men have pleaded no contest 
they've been sentenced to probation ranging from three to five years. And some of those men will be permanently registered as sex offenders. In the matter of People versus Frank David Sierras. For now, all the others have pleaded not guilty. Their cases are still working through the court system. He's slowly coming down. He's a few houses up still. As To Catch a Predator continues, next week we'll be setting up a house in the Lone Star State, Murphy, Texas. You'll meet men ranging in age from 23 to 63, successful businessmen to unemployed. I'm out of my mind. I, I, I just can't believe it. A middle school teacher. I've successfully taught school for 23 years. And an assistant district attorney in a nearby county who refuses to open the door for police. An assistant district attorney try to have sex with kids in Texas. An assistant district attorney. This is a person in the seat of power that wants to have sex with a child. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? You got an assistant attorney general, district attorney in Tejas trying to fuck kids. But then he turns around and prosecutes people trying to fuck other kids. But he himself is fucking the kids. That makes no sense. You're prosecuting somebody, but yet you're doing the same thing that you're prosecuting everybody else for. That is insanity, people. Insanity. Insane in the membrane. Let's get out of that one. Because we got a couple more videos. Now, this is a video called Out of Shadows. Now, YouTube took this video down, but it strangely managed to resurrect itself back into existence. And that's a good thing. I kind of want to show you just some clips, not completely, of out the shadows. Why I'm showing this is because this guy who is a master stuntman made the documentary and he's was exposed he was exposed he's exposing pedophilia in Hollywood because he is a Hollywood stuntman. He's a well-known famous stunt Hollywood stuntman that came out and they hate him. So let's go ahead and get this sucker started. See, I, I, I'm going to go all the circles on here. Let me fade myself out, and let's play this. And I still have numbness in my thighs and on this half of my pelvic region. ...of his pelvic floor. Prairie. I was kind of... Satanic people and these evil people do their rituals to little girls and women and boys. Who do you think puts them back together? I do. It's completely real, and you need to look into it. My awakening, it didn't happen at church the way that some people find God. 
I just pretty much had given up my faith and I'd given up where I was at. And I was just kind of at the point where I was like, okay, well, because I went to church. I found God because I realized that the Luciferian and the other side, the occult world was real and that I had been fooled for all these years. And I, I then got really scared in his tenure at the CIA. The radio stations, they controlled most of the mainstream media. They're telling you right here that motion pictures are used as psychological warfare. Why would they stop doing it? At no time has the CIA engaged in any investigation of what they were doing. So they started that whole ball rolling. In terms of Operation Paperclip, there's apps, it is documented. There's absolutely no question about it. Alan Dulles, CIA director, was associated with the unimaginable time of modern technology. Advances that allowed the rulers of this world to construct policy to the population. We'll cut to today. What do we have in our houses? We have the trauma to the child. Why? And the, the sex that's in PG-13 movies. Why? Don't. So if you stop and think about it, they can place any agenda on the population that they choose. I think that Hollywood is teaching bad morals to the youth of this country, as well as adults. Desensitizing of violence to the masses. You can't deny that. My kids have seen so many people get killed in very violent ways. Three times as much gun violence now. And the, the sex that's in PG-13 movies. Why? Every Disney movie, there's a major character, usually a parent, that gets killed. Trauma to the child. Why? It's so horrible. What a bad story. Why do you need to start a story with a parent dying? Always. It's it's so sad. Under MK Ultra, they experimented on children. We were even taught this in psychophysiology program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities. Program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. These occult topics are being program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. Program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. Or to an entire gaggle of gods and goddesses.
Michael Aquino was a high-level officer in the National Security Agency. Uh, he was and is, you'll see him today, a practicing Satanist. Uh, he created the Satanic Temple of Set, which he still runs. He was a high-level NSA officer. He's a member of the association I used to be in, uh, the Association of Former Intelligence Officers, AFIO. He's a member of that. He's plugged in big time to the intelligence uh, community. And he wrote a paper called Mind War. And Mind War was about uh, psychological operations against, po against populations, including uh, the American, the domestic population, using uh, Satanist techniques and tools. Aquino was first involved in NK Ultra operations during the Vietnam War as part of the Phoenix program. Well, first, I've been involved in intelligence and psychological operations for about 40 years uh, in all levels of it and across the intelligence community. You are a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. He was uh, occupied a position at the Presidio, which was a, a training facility for the U.S. government. Uh, and it was uncovered that he was running a pedophile ring. I think 50 kids came out and fingered him as the guy that had uh, uh, done sexual acts on them as children. It went to trial. Uh, he, he walked from the trial. Um, uh, successfully because he had a good attorney, despite the fact that there were multiple witnesses that said Aquino, it, through satanic rituals, had abused them as children. There's no question that he's a practicing Satanist. Just watch any one of his interviews. On this altar. Uh, and it was uncovered that he was running a pedophile ring. I think 50 kids came out and fingered him as the guy that had uh, uh, done sexual acts on them as children. It went to trial. Uh, he, he walked from the trial. Um, uh, successfully because he had a good attorney, despite the fact that there were multiple witnesses that said Aquino, it, through satanic rituals, had abused them as children. There's no question that he's a practicing Satanist. ...of the so-called sex ring. In those emails, they are absolutely littered with code words. And many of these code words are food words, such as pizza. Somebody said to me, hey, Dave, search for pizza in Podesta's emails. And once you go down that rabbit hole, you never really emerge the same person. It was obvious from the get-go that these words were code words for something else because the context that they were used in did not make sense. To be clear, not one single email in the Podesta emails discusses child sex trafficking or pedophilia. That is a fact. But there are dozens of what seem to be Strangely worded emails dealing with pizza and handkerchiefs. Investigators say that those words in the emails about pizza and the talk of handkerchiefs is code language used by pedophiles. There is some kind of code language. They're just not talking about pizza, folks. Uh, who phrases that? Who blocks out an hour of time to eat a slice of pizza? You can get a service for a half an hour. You can get a massage for a half an hour, but you can't get food for a half an hour. It just absolutely makes no sense. There's other ones like, the realtor found a handkerchief. I think it has a map that seems pizza related. And uh, another one is, Obama spent $65,000 flying in pizza and hot dogs from Chicago. Are we using the same channels? Pizza is a well-known pedophile code word that actually has been used by law enforcement to arrest online sexual predators of children. And there's been multiple arrests that have been made by law enforcement of pedophiles trying to solicit children by using the pedophile code word pizza. 2007, 
unclassified FBI document. That document, according to the FBI, contains commonly used symbols by pedophiles to express their preference in children. Notice this one on the end, the triangle. That image signifies something called boy love. The pizza place next door to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, that's the pizza. Well, this was their logo until only a few weeks ago. People don't know that because the mainstream media refuses to cover it. The entire mainstream media redefined what Pizzagate was to make it sound ridiculous and less believable. And then they had people like Megyn Kelly come in, interview James Elephantis, didn't ask him any challenging questions. A conspiracy theory that even the DC police say has no basis in fact. She didn't ask him any questions about the pictures of children on his Instagram page looking abused, being sexualized. She didn't ask him about the pedophile talk. So the whole mainstream media painted him as this poor victim, as this person that was innocent, that was just victimized as something that wasn't true. But just his Instagram page alone should have been enough for authorities to look into him. Investigators have already proven there's nothing to the story, right? Well, actually, no. And that's what you need to know. For all that is here, there has not been one single public investigation of any of this, not from local police, not from the FBI, no one. And that has to be the big question, not for Podesta or for pizza parlor owners, but for law enforcement, based on what may be or may not be here. The big question is, why hasn't any investigation taken place? This is insane. So many people in the mainstream media have said, Pizzagate is conspiracy theory. Pizzagate has been debunked. It has not been debunked. If it's been debunked, explain the code words. No one to this day, including John Podesta himself, can explain the code words in his emails. Hey, John Podesta, can you please explain why you have children rented for entertainment for your adult hot tub parties? No one has ever explained why John Podesta has literal pedophile and cannibalism paintings all over his office and his home. Tony Podesta too. And then you look into the spirit cooking dinners and you look into Marina Abramovic, who's the one that was conducting the spirit cooking dinners. Why are they going to spirit cooking dinners? Why are they sacrificing chicken Samoa in their backyard? This isn't my work. All right, let's uh, let's stop that right there. Okay, all right. I, I just want to show y'all the obvious parts of pedophilia is at the highest level in the political letter. That Clinton email situation is what was the real focus on. You know, um, it was actually that it was questionable pedophilia going on in her, uh, I guess, her group. Now, I'm not saying Hillary Clinton was engaged in this behavior. I'm just saying she had staffers that were engaged in this type of behavior. Um, we got two. We got two more. We got one. We're gonna save the last one for the most recent pedophile that has openly admitted, and y'all might know who he might be, and I'll name him. Um, here, here's I actually it's three more. I'm gonna play another one, and then I'm gonna play another one. I'm gonna play the last one. Use point. Hold on. Let me pull this up. 
Now, this is one y'all might know. You may not know. If you don't, then it's good to know. This one right here. Let's play this. We used to just drive around and go up toward the home. That's when we used to be some of the Larry King. Uh, had I known it at the time, it would never have happened. Could you understand why a very detailed report from a social worker employed at Boys Town, identifying children and identifying their alleged abusers, never saw the light of day? Nothing happened with that. No, I can understand that because had I known that had been, I wouldn't put up with that. But uh, is that something like that happened? I don't know. Nebraska has a very clear statute that child abuse allegations should be reported to authorities. They shouldn't be reported to the principal of a school, director of a facility. They should be reported directly to either Child Protective Services or law enforcement. And so Larry King remained free to feed his pedophilic parties with child victims. But in 1988, a routine review brought King's involvement with Boystown Youth to the attention of Nebraska's State Foster Care Review Board. And the information presented to the Foster Care Review Board, either via the telephone reports, the personal reports, or the reports we reviewed, uh, Larry King's name was consistently present as someone that the youth were making allegations against. I would say we handed over at least a foot high um, amount of material to authorities, and nothing happened. Omaha police now accept that Larry King may have been abusing children. Good morning, Roberta. Good morning, But its most senior officer claims the evidence was not conclusive. It is certainly possible that Mr. King was involved in illegal acts with children. If there was sufficient evidence of those types of allegations, he would have been prosecuted by the county attorney's office. For me, it was very clear. Omaha's only newspaper... Caller did not identify himself, but he said, Lauren, you do not want to have an investigation. He was present at many of Larry King's sex parties. Caridori traced him to the county jail. He had been convicted of fondling his young cousin. Who were some of these people that would come to these parties? Media personality Peter Citron procured some of his victims from Boys Town. The kids he liked were mainly around the age of uh, about 8 and 13. It was mainly uh, fondly and oral sex with him. He did have some anal sex, but he usually did that with the older kids. The parties involved sadistic abuse. Whenever you were tied up where was there anybody else present other than uh, you, Peter Sipkrenic? Yes. Who was that? It was Alan Bear sometimes. Millionaire Alan Bear hosted parties for a large number of sadistic pedophiles. Paul Bonassi suffered at their hands. Okay. Yeah. This happened to nothing. I had some other kids perform sex on really many Okay. Please take a deep breath now. 
Troy Bonner was found by the investigators and his videotaped testimony taken under oath. I was shocked when I walked in. There was a, a kid, I would say, about. All right, okay. We played that right there. And um, so um, that is Conspiracy of Silence. It's a Discovery Channel documentary. Um, and it. It actually aired on May 3rd, 1994. Um, and of course, Dan Rather was a part of that as well. CBS Dan Rather, as far as uh, exposing what happened uh, to the children at the Boys Town Network, in, Boys Town Club in um, well, Franklin, Nebraska. Yeah, Franklin, Nebraska. Um, that's what happened over there. And the Senator, Senator Lawrence King was sentenced 15 years of prison. It wasn't on the pedophile stuff. It was on stealing $33 million from Franklin Credit Union in Franklin, Nebraska, embezzlement. Uh, they didn't slap the pedophile on him because he knew too many people. Plus, he was a politician. He was a Republican senator for Nebraska. State of Nebraska. So they couldn't hit him on the child stuff, but they hit him on the investment because he knew too much. It went all the way up to the desk of, of President Ronald Reagan. Now, the last one, y'all kind of probably know, some of you may not know. This guy's name, okay, is Glenn Cameron. Not Glenn. Um, the, yeah, Glendon Cameron. Glendon Cameron, who is what you call AKA the corporate citizen, AKA the finance, uh, Savage Finances. You know, if y'all know about him, Savage Finances, AKA the corporate citizen, Glendon Cameron. And he talks about his confession to having sex with underage girls. Let me put this discretion out here. Let me go ahead and put this out before I play the video. Here we go. Viewer discretion is advised. 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 All right, okay, now let's go ahead and get this thing cracking. Oh, let me go down here. Um, that's not it. Okay, let me. Okay, hold on. I think I got it. See, hold on. One moment. Here we go. 
What's going on, gentlemen? Tonight is a moment for self-reflection. Matter of fact, let's shed a little light on this subject. I could have been a predator. And... Sir, you are a predator. I am a little sympathetic to R. Kelly. I know that sounds... Wow. Really, really crazy. But here... It is crazy. Hear me out. I guess I need to start with what I've done. When I was doing my Craigslist protocols, hot and heavy, I would get a ton, I mean a ton of high school girls answering my ads. And typically I ignored them because even though I have a similar appetite to R. Kelly, I like young women, but I don't like children. But this is how a ch Sir, hold on now. You said I have a similar appetite to R. Kelly. But the difference is I like young women, not children. Well, young women are considered minors, sir. That's why they call young women. You know, you got a 12-year-old, she's a young woman. That's why they say young man, young woman. That means they're still minors. They're just growing in age. That's still a minor, sir. Now, if you said, I like women, okay, then we all know by the term of I like women means you like women between the ages of 25 and up. That's women. But if you say young women, now see that leaves some room because now we go and say, okay, how far is considered young women, sir? Child tricked me. Typically, they would be. Nigga, ain't nobody, ain't no kid tricked your ass, nigga. You, you want to have sex with a little girl. Young, there, there would be lots of signs that this girl was very, very young. And I would just ignore them. Then this one girl, she answered that. We started to talk. And she was an exceptionally mature 17-year-old. Let me say this again. This chick was 17. Her conversation was different. She actually was a hairdresser and she answered my ad and I fucked her. And oh my God, she had these amazingly firm double D titties. That should have been my clue because when she would lay on her back, they would stand up and they were not fake titties. That should have been my clue. But, you know, I was caught up in the delicious pussy and she did everything I wanted her to do. Then one of the things that I, could, I would do is I would do social media search on all my chicks just out of curiosity. So I'm like doing my social media search and I find her Facebook page and I see her with her high school friends. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I call her up and I ask her, because, you know, she told me she was 21. That's what she told me. And I was like, serious question. And at this time, I had fucked this chick 10, 
15 times. And you cannot unfuck a chick. You can't unfuck her. And I was like, I need you to tell me something. How old are you? And then she got very silent and she said, I'll be 18 in four months. Then she also said, the age of consent in Georgia is 16, so you're good. And I'm like, so she comes over and we have this conversation because she was everything that I liked. I like women who 5'3", she was 5'2". She had huge titties, little waist, fat ass. Anyone that want to come up on the podium, you're more than welcome. I sent the link. Pretty toes. She was my prototype, even though she was extremely young. Nigga, how is she your prototype? She's 17 years old. How is she your prototype when she is 17 years old? And nigga, you probably were going on 40 during that time. How is she your prototype? You're a grown ass man with black lips and gap teeth. Smoking that Chief Keith. And you know what I kept doing? I kept fucking her. I kept fucking her. Even though you realize she's underage. Because I was like, at this point, I had fucked her 15 times. And it was just like, the crime was done. So I just kept fucking her from she was 17 to 22. And... R. Kelly and I are similar, but we're very different because I have safeguards. I know when I'm getting out of control. I know when I'm getting out of control. And I. Or you're getting out of control by telling us this, sir. I kind of, you know, ran analysis on this. And um, she was older, her parents weren't breathing down her neck. And this is how a lot of young girls end up with older dudes. Their parents are not heavily involved in their lives where they have the time and the freedom to get away with this stuff. And her parents didn't check her. She'd go out, she'd spend the night out. Her parents were like, you know, she came home alive, cool. Her parents were not on her. So I didn't have to worry about catching a charge from the parents. And once again, we just kept doing our thing from 17 to 22. I fucked this chick for five years. And I ain't ashamed at it at all. She was willing. She wanted it. And here we come to R. Kelly. R. Kelly is being portrayed as a predator, right? Um, did he hold a gun to these women's heads? Years and years ago, back before the internet, I saw the R. Kelly tape. If you remember, there was a VHS tape that was sold around in barbershops, and it was him. It was him. He was peeing on this girl. He was having sex with this. It was 100% him. And this is where R. Kelly went wrong. R. Kelly was a good-looking man. R. Kelly had fame. R. Kelly was rich and he was reckless. See, he has that appetite. 
And I'm going to try to explain this appetite to you guys who don't have this appetite. Because the normal man doesn't have this appetite. But there is something special about fucking a young girl who's not, doesn't have a lot of miles on her. She doesn't have a lot of experience. I remember this chick, she was 22, and she did not have a lot of sexual experience when we started messing around. And I pulled out my dick, and she was like, you think that's going to fit? So I knew that this girl had not had a lot of sexual experience. And there is something special about fucking a chick who doesn't have a lot of sexual experience. Because everything you do to her is fun. It's all brand new. And if you've got that type of appetite, it can be insatiable. Like R. Kelly could have had the baddest adult chicks he wanted. But R. Kelly had that appetite. And this appetite could be the downfall of many, many men. Because, you know, I'm not judging. It ain't the downfall of me because uh, Jack Newtown only deals with women between the ages of 30 and up. Because I'm in a part of the kinky community. But R. Kelly allowed his appetite to literally wreck his life because once you get into orchestrating a trafficking syndicate what does this mean r kelly was having other people find and vet girls for him and that's when it got out of control this is the reason that i never got caught because i never brought anyone else into my circus so to speak when i was doing it was just me and the girls never ever brought anyone else in the circus and this but he, here's my problem he's being portrayed as a predator right here's the thing remember when i started this video and i told you i had all these high school girls answering my craigslist ads did i have a gun to their head did i ask them to answer reply to my ads they were searching this out so this is why i have a problem just because they were searching this out does not mean you have a right to fuck them just because they're searching this, young young people do naive things people it's called naivete sir it's called naivete young people are naive they're curious they they seek things out that doesn't mean you give them what they want you are an adult man you can make a rational decision and say okay even though this girl's 16 and she's seeking me out that doesn't mean i'm gonna sleep with her that doesn't mean that shit uh, my thing is look you damn kid you need to stay within your age range and you need to worry about your future first don't be worry about these old ass men but you as an older male should know this and you should know not to mess with underage girls you should know this but a lot of and, and he's not the only one there's plenty of guys out there who mess with underage girls problem with the predator label 
because they were willing participants in the dynamic. Look, there are teachers who have sex with students that were willing participants as young as 12. That doesn't make it right that the teacher did it. Billy was a willing participant at 11 years old when he banged Mary Kay Laterno. It still doesn't make it right, sir. I can tell you, I remember this one girl who answered my ad and she was 15 years old. 15 years old. We were talking and stuff. And I like I knew I was never going to meet this chick. I was just talk to her and she sent me dirty pictures. She was running a hundred miles an hour in that direction. And I'm quite sure that she hooked up with some older man. You hear of girls who are 15, 16, 17 year old hooking up with 30, 40 year old men. You know how common that is? Let me tell you something that happened. And it's kind of out there. I was running my ads and I had this woman who was a mother and she was like, are you a black bull? And I was just like, yes, I am. And she says, I have two daughters and I want to properly train them. I want you, you know, and hey, when you hear that, you should say no. And you should report the authorities to this woman. That's what you should have did. But here's what he actually did. In the future, we may actually breed them. See, if you guys don't know, there's a whole, um, the sexual underground, sexual underground, shout out to Ron Wills. There's a whole sexual underground of white women who love having sex with black dudes. And they really love having sex with black dudes with big dicks. And once again, you will see. So she, she, uh, you know, and I was sitting there like, this can't be real. So she sends me photos of her daughters who are 16 and 17. And they're pretty frisky looking. So I play along. So I go to her house and the mom was hot. And I, I have a conversation with her and I was like, so what do you want to do? And she says, it is the white woman's place to be the sexual fuck toy of the black man. And I was like, really? And she said, yes. Then you know what I told this woman? She was about 40-ish, 45, 46, blonde, green-eyed, Nice, nice rack on her. And I said, bitch, get on your knees. And you know what she did? She got on her knees. And I took my dick out and I fucked her throat. And I was like, now this is what's funny. Her daughters were in the room. Let me say that again. Her daughters were in the room. So I fucked her throat. Then I told her to stand up and then strip butt naked. And then I fucked her on the sofa. And her daughters were on the sofa watching the whole thing. 
And she was like, this is how you take that big black dick, girls. This is how you do it. And I'm just sitting there like, is this fucking real? So I'm fucking the mom. Then the mom's like, come over here. And she calls her girl's names. And then she's like, get on your knees. And then she put my dick in her daughter's mouth. Are you, Jesus Christ. List viewer discretion is advised, people. If y'all have a comment or you want to talk about what's being said on here, Uh, the link is in the description. The link is on the chat. If you want to comment or you want to jump on and have your say on this one, come to the podium. This is insanity. This guy's confessing to having sex with underage girls and their mother. I mean, I almost nutted. It was like, because if you're kinky, this is like the epitome. This is the high level of kinkiness. And then she had the other daughter come over and suck my dick. And then essentially, I was fucking all three of them for about five or six years. I would go over. I would have the mom. So he said he was fucking all three of them for, for the last five or six years. Knowing that these girls are underage. And I will have them greet me butt ass naked. Yeah, this this is this is what I'm talking about. When people say predator, I'm like, I'm trying to give you guys the other side of the dynamic. I'm trying to give you the other side of what's out there. There is no other side of the dynamic, sir, is wrong. And I personally don't think these girls were victims i don't think these girls were i don't think r kelly's i believe they are because here's the why he's the, the mother said i want to train my daughters and eventually breed them so you don't think for one minute the mother was was grooming her daughters at a younger age for sex with adult men don't think for one minute she didn't have her daughters doing this type of stuff ever since they was, what, nine, ten years old. I mean, let's just keep it real. They, 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 this woman has been doing this to a dog for quite some time. It, they, she just didn't wake up one morning and say, oh, I wanted my daughters to be breeded by some black bull, some black coon-ass nigga with black lips, smoked out. Three is the comments. I think you celebrate celebrity marriages arranged knowing they perform sexually. Of course they are. How they still have a challenge you do saying this plus died in jail needs to be rushed sex offender. Well, Donna, the link is in is in the chat. So jump on in if you want to comment. It's a predator. He has an appetite. And I feel that he allowed his appetite to get in the way of his life. So he's guilty of having an appetite, but I don't think he's a predator because when you go out and you get a young girl and you ask her to have sex and she does it without a gun to her head, 
Like, I this whole this whole situation with the mom and the two daughters. I didn't have to do nothing except show up with a hard dick. That's all I had to do was just show up. And they would service me. I remember one Sunday, I fucked all three of them. I fucked the mom, I fucked the daughters. And the youngest one was really, really fucking tight. And their mom was like, yeah, we got to open up that pussy. And I mean, I was just sitting there fucking her. And their mom was like, that's it, take that dick, take that dick. And in the beginning, both of the girls were virgins. I took their virginity. And the young one, in the beginning, it used to hurt her. And she was like, it hurts, mom, it hurts. That's such a big dick, it hurts. And then after a few times and I loosened up that pussy, then she started getting into it. Then she turned, to this day, this girl is a bona fide black cock slut freak. Whoever she's fucking right now is very happy. Very, very happy. So, and and he's like bragging about it. Oh, that was so tight. But we have to open that up. <laughs> Fucking demon. Now, look, here's my thing. I cannot judge you on what's in your head. Because some of you might have that in your mind. Like, oh, I wonder what it's like to mess with an underage person. I can't judge you on that. I can't go after you on what is in your head. That evil thoughts always come in people's minds. Don't, don't think for one minute evil thoughts that never came across your mind. Evil thoughts come across everyone's minds all the time. But acting upon those evil thoughts is a different story. That's where you have the problems. When you act upon those evil thoughts, that becomes a different matter. You can have evil thoughts as long as you don't act upon it. Because again, I can't judge you on that. Once again... I don't believe R. Kelly's a predator. I think he has an appetite that got him in trouble because he could not control. Because here's the thing. And I forget the billionaire who was running the sexual trafficking. Uh, I forget his name. I could see him. He was a blonde, white guy. He had that same appetite. Now, I fucked this, that young girl, 17-year-old, the mom and her daughters. And that was, you know... And there was a few more, but I did not look or hunt or subscribe to those young girls. Okay, you didn't look, hunt, and subscribe to those girls, but it still doesn't mean you have a right to fuck them. I don't care if a 15-year-old tries to throw herself on you. You better throw that girl in the water. Throw her some damn cold water that cool her ass off hell. Hot behind. Tell you the damn truth. I don't care no damn. I don't give a damn 15-year-old girl try to throw herself out. I'm going to throw her ass in a damn lake. Get your whole ass out of my damn face. With that, you a damn kid. Yeah, I'm 15. I want to give you some. I'm going to throw your ass in that damn lake. That's what I'm going to do. But body slam your ass. Hell. 
better get the hell away from me. You need to go. You need to. You need to go home and and do your damn arithmetic. You fell in the math. Hell, you fell in the math. You fell in English. You need to learn how to do that instead of worrying about fucking some fucking some old old ass man. You TikTok hoe. Hell, make me sick. And nigga like him running around talking about, and you talking about white women? White women? You know, 50 years ago, that you will be hanging on a tree by SAE. 50 years ago, you would have had a rope around your damn neck, drugged around the street like a skull dog. And you gonna sit up there and confess on on the internet, live on social media, that you have raped, uh, uh, committed statutory rape against two white girls. They'll have been a death sentence fifty years ago. You good as gasoline on that one. And you ain't got enough testicular fortitude to say, get your ass away from me, you little kid. You still eat annihilators. You still eat lemon heads. You still playing with marbles and jacks and stuff. You still watching uh, a Sailor Moon. What the fuck? You still watching Sailor Moon. And you tell me, get your ass away from me, you little fucking kid. The hell away from me. What the hell wrong with you? You need to go back to school. Do your damn arithmetic. You sit up there. Bitch ass nigga. With your black lips. Blacking and Michael Blackson's uh, skin. I perfectly, my perfect uh, age range was was like 24 to about 34. That was where I... Well, nigga, that's where you should have been at 24 and 34. But nigga, you decided to go with 15, 16, and 17. What happened there? Why did you stay between 24 and 34, but you went to 15, 16, and 17? Oh, it's illegal in the state of Georgia. I don't give a fuck. You're a weird ass. You're a fucking weirdo. If I hear a grown ass man talking about, well, she's only 15 and it's legal, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. Nigga, get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Because a motherfucker talking like that, talking about they dealing with 13-year-old girls, I'm going to push your fucking wig back for that. That's you. That's a killable offense. You messing with kids. It's a killable offense. No, he's going to get stabbed. You feel you going to get stabbed in jail. Don't play that shit there. Operated quite a bit. 
But I'm here to got I'm here to tell you that especially with the billionaire, these girls would go out and recruit girls and they were adults. They were 100% aware of what they're doing. They were like, I am going to get this girl so she can have sex with this old billionaire. She knew there was no gun in her head and they were stuffing her palms with cash. How is she a victim? How is he a predator? Uh, sir, he's a predator because he's an adult and she's a victim because she's still a child. That's why youth can't vote until they turn 17. That's why they can't get alcohol until they're 21 or marijuana until they're 21. Depends on the state. That's why they have to wait till 21 to smoke a cigarette. But it's sad that they will sign a kid up for the army. And this is one of the things that, um, like, I could be considered a predator because I've had a lot of sex with a lot of women. I could be considered a womanizer because I like slinging the dick. So, guys, you know, R. Kelly, he went too far. He brought other people in. He had an organization. They probably got him for trafficking and all this other stuff. I never went nowhere near that level. I never had anyone go out and find girls for me. Never did that. I did all my own work. And this is one of the reasons I never got in trouble. I remember the mother and the two daughters. And one Saturday, I go over there and the mother and the oldest one are out. And just the young one, right? So I'm talking to her and everything, and next look out! Look out! This look! Look out! This nigga rubbing his hands. Play again. Or out, and just the young one, right? So I'm talking to her and everything, and next thing you know, look! Look out! Look out! Look out! He rubbing his hands. Look out! He rubbing his hands like, yeah, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, look out! He rubbing his hands. Oh, the youngest one. The old, the mother and the oldest one are gone, uh, and I'm just talking to them. Yeah, and you know how he, a, a nigga rub his hands. That means he 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 finna do something to 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 the gear to the kid. Oh, the place. Okay, hold on. I could be considered a woman. Or out and just the young one right so I'm talking to her and everything and next thing you know I start I take her titties out start sucking on her titties and stuff and I fuck her and this is the first time I fucked her and she came and it blew her mind it blew her mind so I understand R Kelly on a deeper level and once again did he commit these crimes I would say, yes, he had sex with young women. I would say these young women were complicit. They were willing because he was R. Kelly. I'm here to tell you guys, it is not that hard 
for an older man to get a very young girl. It's not that hard at all. There are many girls out there who are looking for older men, looking, searching, hunting for older men. And they're 14, 15, guys, fucking cloud. 15, 16. And they have no problem taking the dick from a 25, 35, or even a 45-year-old man. None whatsoever. And part of this is, if R. Kelly wasn't R. Kelly, I don't think none of this would have went down. I feel that R. Kelly pissed off the wrong person. I don't know what he did, but he pissed off the wrong person and that launched this investigation because I saw this tape of R. Kelly pissing on this girl in 2000. It was like 2000, maybe 2002. I saw this tape. It was him. It was him. And he's had this appetite since Aaliyah. And I personally don't think there's anything wrong with older guys liking younger girls. Because at the time he was with Aaliyah, I think he was 21 and she was 16. To me, that's not a really big difference. But R. Kelly had that, that appetite. He had that appetite. And that appetite can ruin you. I have somewhat of an appetite, but I have limits. There's just certain things I'm not going to do. There's just certain boundaries I'm not going to cross. And essentially, I conducted my fuckery in the safe zone. I did stuff I knew I could get away with. I did not go out. Like, there was this one girl, and uh, she was super cute. And then I did uh, my research on her and saw her pictures of her with her mom and dad, which means her parents were very much involved in her life. And that right there would have been the danger zone. Because this is how it happens. Hey, now, so he's giving predators advice on what type of young girls to choose. And he is saying that if you want a young girl, choose the ones that don't have a good relationship with their parents. Basically, he is given the, the blueprint of how to be a child sex predator. Find a child that doesn't have a good relationship with the parents or family. He comes over, we fuck, she goes home, her mom and dad press her. He's like, I fucked this old man. And next thing you know, mom and dad call the police. Police knocking at your door. That's how that goes down. So I never put myself in the crosshairs of the danger zone. And I... And it really wasn't in comparison to the number of women. It wasn't a lot. But I can tell you, young pussy can be fucking amazing. Hold up. Y'all heard what this man said? He said young pussy can be amazing. That's, it, that's exactly what he said. He said young pussy can be amazing.
young pussy can be amazing. That's 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 his statement. I didn't put words in his mouth. He did it to himself. When you stick your dick in some pussy that ain't never had a dick in it before, whoo! It's so tight, it's so warm, it's so snug. Y'all hear that? I mean, the nigga was excited of, ooh, it's so tight, it's so snug, ooh, 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 it's so tight, it's so snug, oh my God, it's so snuggly, And this nigga is not being arrested. This nigga's channel has not been taken down. And you got people who support this guy. And I feel that the R. Kelly's, and once again, this white billionaire, put his name in the comments because I know y'all going to Google him. And um, I feel that as a man, you have to know what you can get away with and what you can do and what you can't. And once again, I feel that R. Kelly pissed someone off because if R. Kelly was just Robert, the truck driver, it never, even if he did all of these things, he would have never went to jail. Never would have happened. Because he was R. Kelly, there was something he did. There's someone in power he pissed off. And that's why, because the thing is, they went after him for years and years and years. They were after him like a dog on a bone. They were after him. And there was a reason they were after him. Because what R. Kelly did, happens every damn day right now there's some old dude fucking a teenager right now right now there is some old dude sliding the sausage up in some young pussy right now this is how common it is it is a common thing in america and don't even talk about the rest of the world rest of the world hands up, just let that go but if i had allowed my appetite to get out of hand i could have been in trouble and i consciously knew what i was doing and i consciously i got like this sixth sense right that lets me know when something's not cool is about to happen and there was just certain chicks who would answer and they were tasty, they were beautiful. They would send me photos of their titties and their pussy and all this other stuff. And I would just like, nope, not that one. That's the danger zone. That Shit, you know there wasn't no damn danger zone. That was the pleasure zone for your ass. That is the danger zone, that is the danger zone, that is the danger zone. And I never mess with those chicks. If a girl was young, and she was halfway close to her parents, you could be looking at jail time because what they're going to do, like when they're with you, they're going to they're gonna fold, they're going to take the dick, they're going to do all this and stuff. And when mom and dad start putting the heat on them, they're going to fold like a cheap sheet. And they're like, and this is what we did. And the next thing you know, mom and dad are calling 911. Because some man, some old man defiled their young daughter. Some old man put his mature penis up in her immature pussy. And we can't have that. We can't have that. So you cannot be messing with girls who have intensive parent parental contact. You, you can't be messing with them. And I feel that once again, 
There are so many girls out here, you know, like these pimps. These girls are looking for a daddy and these pimps serve as a daddy figure. This is like I'm telling you, you know, sometimes they'll get them hooked on drugs. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes a pimp just has to snap his fingers and this girl will do whatever he wants her to do because she's looking for daddy. She's looking for daddy. So it really depends upon who you are and how you look at this. But I personally don't think R. Kelly's a predator. I feel that he has a voracious appetite. He has a certain type. It is illegal. It's underage. And he allowed that appetite to literally ruin his life because I guarantee you, R. Kelly knows who's after him. And once he should have, once he figured out that someone was after him, he should have hit the chill pill, but he didn't. He kept going and kept going. He kept going and they kept after him and they kept after him. And now he's going to jail. So I could have been a predator, same energy, same appetite, except I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody. That's why I was able to do this stuff and get away with it. Cause I'm a nobody. But if I was an R. Kelly or this, this billionaire dude, or if I was someone like that, you best believe they would have been on my ass. How dare you be rich, famous, handsome, and be fucking young pussy. How dare you? How dare you? Do it's not how dare you. It's basically morals and principles. Now this this shows you that people that when they people when they envy others who got wealth and nice cars and stuff like that and they're like damn they must be blessed they got this they got that you don't know what they have done to get that stuff remember Lucifer gives blessings as well Lucifer gives blessings too God has gave Lucifer the power to bless people but it's not the blessing that come from God, it's the blessing that comes from Lucifer. But it's temporarily. God's blessing is everlasting as long as you follow the rules. Lucifer's blessing is temporarily because eventually Lucifer is going to require something down the line. Hefty. And see, you got people, young people that idolize guys like this because he drives a Porsche, he makes millions, he makes money, he's wealthy, all this, et cetera, et cetera. Young people don't strive for this guy, like a guy like this. This guy's a predator. And if you have a daughter that's underage, I advise you not to have this piece of shit around your children. Do what I want to do, but I can't do because I'm not in your position. How dare you? Sir, I would not want to be in your position. I don't care how much wealth you have. I'd rather be a man that lives in a mean cottage than a man that lives in a palace that has done all types, all unspeakable thoughts of evil. R. Kelly's a predator.
How dare you do what I want to do, but I can't do because I'm not in your position. How dare you? So, guys, I'm getting ready to do some more training. Um, I'm getting ready to be more active on this channel. So be looking out for that. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, sorry, we didn't enjoy that. You're the devil. Now, let's show this right here. This is his channel. Let's uh, show this. Guess what's missing, people? Where is that video? Where is that video? He removed the video. You know why? Because he know people are coming after him. Where's the video? Sir, where is the video? Where is the bud? Where is the video? You talk about everything else. Huh? Where is the video? Where is the video? You know why? He got rid of it. He got rid of the video. He got rid of the video, people. That's what he did. He got rid of the video. No, YouTube didn't take it away, Donna. He took it away. YouTube did not take the video down. He took the video down because he know he, he was getting he was getting heat. But uh, again, I, I'm gonna go ahead and put this link up, and I'll give people one minute if they want to get on the chat and want to talk about this and discuss this situation in regards to pedophilia, pedophiles, predators, and all that sort of thing. And guess what? He's not the only one. He's just the one that admitted to it. So I give people one minute to come on if they want to discuss this matter. If not, we're going to go ahead and close out. Uh, I, I sent the link so you have an opportunity to have your say, to speak on this in regards to child predators, sex trafficking, as well as Hollywood and including people on YouTube who've also engaged in this behavior. He actually looks a little bit like EDP 445, but just about uh, 200 pounds, 200 pounds smaller. He looks like an EDP 445, but he's 200 pounds lighter. That's the only difference. He's 200 pounds lighter. But uh, if anybody does not have anything else to add or anything else to say, 
I'm going to go ahead and close this out. This is Jay Nutella. Email me at jackbrillshow1 at gmail.com. You got questions, comments, concerns in regards to this particular delicate topic. And, of course, I put the, the disclaimers on there um, twice just to make sure, you know, people are not being triggered by this sort of manner. And I'm going to go ahead and close this out. We've been on a little bit over two hours, I think much longer than what we expected. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and close this sucker out. And I hope to see y'all pretty soon. This is Jack Brutal. And I'll leave you out with this. Uh, let me...